0: Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio.
1: Notice the latter part of that 18th verse, Romans 4:18. He believed according to that which was spoken. He believed according to that which was spoken. He believed according to that which was spoken. Now what did, what did Thomas believe? I'll not believe unless I can see and feel. Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. See where it is? Folks trying to get Abraham's blessing with Thomas's faith.
0: You're listening to Rema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Answered Prayer, an Obtainable Goal by Kenneth e. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message.
1: And that's exactly where, where we break down is that we continue to walk with a natural human faith. And you know, we've got a good illustration of that in the scriptures. You you can see the difference between the two of them in the fourth chapter of Romans and the 20th chapter of John's Gospel. You remember that after Jesus' resurrection, he had appeared unto the disciples and Thomas was not with them. And they said, we have seen the Lord. And Thomas said, I'll not believe unless I can see See, so many people won't believe unless they can see. Unless I can see the print of the nail in his hands and put my finger in that print, or we'd say nail hole. And see the wound in his side and thrust my hand in his side. Well, about eight days later, the door was shut for fear of the Jews. Thomas was with them, and suddenly Jesus appeared in their midst. And he looked at Thomas and said unto him, you know, reach hither thy finger and behold my hand and reach hither thine hand and thrust it in my side and be not faithless but believing. And Thomas said, my Lord and my God. And Jesus said, Thomas because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Amen. Now notice what he said, blessed are they which have not seen yet do believe. Now, you see, he did not commend or he did he recommend the Thomas kind of faith. Never said a word about him being blessed. Same, same Greek word translated blessed also is translated happy sometimes. Happy, because you've seen me, you believe, but happy are they which have not seen yet do believe. Now, go over to the fourth chapter of Romans, start reading with the 17th verse now. And notice the contrast between these two kinds of faith. Now, notice, seventeenth verse: Before him, whom he believed, this is talking about Abraham, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken. So shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. When he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that that which he had promised, he was able also to perform. Amen. Now, do you see any difference between Thomas's faith and Abraham's faith? Decidedly, yes. Notice concerning Abraham's faith. Notice the latter part of that 18th verse, Romans 4, 18. He believed according to that which was spoken. He believed according to that which was spoken. He believed according to that which was spoken. Now, what did, what did Thomas believe? I'll not believe unless I can see and feel. Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. See where it is? Folks try to get Abraham's blessing with Thomas's faith. And it won't work. You can't do it. You can't do it. Amen? He believed, Abraham believed according to that which was was spoken. Well, you see, we've already taken step number one here. We found the scriptures that promised us the things we're praying for. We've already got the word for it, God's word for it. Then we believe according to the word that was spoken. Hallelujah. Not according to what we see, not according to what we feel, not according to what our physical senses tell us. We believe according to that which was spoken. Amen? Hallelujah, how important that is, how important that is. Now, uh, you, you see many good people, splendid, wonderful people, no, no insinuation at all. Many of them are, have developed spiritually way beyond some of us in some areas, fail to see these truths and in some areas of the life are defeated. I, I never will uh, forget, you know, ministering there in Fort Worth for a minister. When I first went there, I was only in my 30s. The pastor, when I first preached for him, was 55 years old. I think about the last time I preached for him, he was about 62. Over about a seven-year period, I held about five meetings in his church. Now, it was discovered, when, he discovered when he was 39 years old, that he had sugar diabetes. And all those years, he'd given himself a shot of insulin every day. Well, he tried to get a hold. See, I, I I preached seven meetings for him or in his church about seven times. Uh, first time, preached four solid weeks there, teaching on faith. He sat there and listened to faith taught every single morning. Second meeting, three weeks. Other times I just filled in some times over a 10-day period there one time. And, uh, and so on. Well, I, I was in Fort Worth preaching in, in another church in the south part of town and called him, and then my wife and I went and had lunch with he and his wife. Then we were sitting in their home talking with him, and he said to me, Brother again, you know, said, I'll be 72 next month. In fact, actually less than 30 days, but the next calendar month. And I'm going to resign, pastor. I pastored this church for 42 years. Now, he said, at my age, if I could find an adequate, and see, we didn't have Rhema then to train some adequate people, And he said, if I could find some adequate assistance, I'd stay on for a while. And I could be running a whole lot more people than we run if I had help. But one man can't pastor but so many sheep, you know. And so he had, uh, he'd held it at a certain level. In fact, he'd started, I I forgot how many churches he told me he started out of his. Just in the, uh, seeming like it's over 30 churches he started out of his. Through the years, you know, 42 years. He said, we've given them some time. Now think about this. We've given them anywhere from 30 to 300 members. We've given them as much as $6,000. dollars do not sound big now, a lot of money then, to help start another church. Amen. Because he said, you see, for instance, he said, the, uh, and he's telling me about an assistant he had then, he's had to let go. Uh, they, they just won't take over and run everything. Well, as long as the senior pastor's there, he runs everything associate pastors need to learn to keep their mouth shut whether they agree with or whether they don't get into their business. Amen. I said amen. They're there to support the pastor. They're not there to try to paddle their own canoe and run their own thing. Amen. And so this assistant, without asking him, without saying anything to the pastor, uh, th- there's one lady that had been a Sunday school teacher for 35 years, and he just removed her from her class, and the class was all upset. She'd been teaching him for years, you see. And he just put her out, you know, going to put somebody else in there. Well, that's not his place. No, 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 don't talk to anybody. And, and then other things even worse than that. <laughs> so he said, I just had to let him go. You could understand why I had to let him go. But if I could get adequate help, he said, if I could get a couple of assistants, you know, well we could run three or four times minutes we are running, and I'd stay on help. Because a man with 42 years experience in one church would have a lot of wisdom. Amen. And we'd keep going, but I can't get adequate help, so I'm, so I'm just going to turn it over to a younger man and just retire. And he did. However, he said to me, you know, Brother Higgin, he said, uh, I'm completely healed of my sugar diabetes. I haven't had a shot of insulin in over two years. Now he's about 72. He was 69 when he had his last shot of insulin. Now you think about it, from 39 to 69, which is 30 years. Well, you just ask any doctor, when your pancreas has been dead and hasn't produced any insulin for 30 years, it's not going to start producing any ordinarily. Amen? but his did. Same doctor he'd had all through the years. Took him off the insulin. Hadn't had a shot of it. Didn't need it. Hadn't had it in over 30 years. Think about that. Think about that. And so I, uh, I asked him, but Brother Brown, how did, you know, how you know, I just wonder how it came about. He said it finally dawned on me what you were saying. <laughs> now you think about a wonderful man. One of the most marvelous pastors and wonderful men of God I ever preached for him. He said, uh, really, he said, I, I should say it finally dawned on me what Jesus said, because all you was doing was just preaching what Jesus said. Yeah. Now you think about that. You'd preach seven meetings for him. And from the first time you preached for him till the time he was here was 14 years. It finally dawned on me what you were saying or it finally dawned on me what Jesus said. When you pray, believe you receive. And he said, I finally saw what I was trying to do. See, I'm trying to have my healing first and then I'm going to believe it. But the Bible said exactly opposite. You got to believe it first and then you'll have it. So he said, I stayed there in the with him." and You know, he said, I get up and go over there to church next door and pray every morning from 5.30 to 6.30, sometimes longer. But every morning, he'd be over there praying. I'll tell you a little side thought. You mind me telling you that? be very interesting. Uh, he had a big old German Shepherd. Well, it's just a young dog, but German Shepherd that was he called, uh, oh, wait a minute. See, his name got away from him. But it, Jeff. And 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 he's big. He weighed 100 and some odd pounds, 120 pounds, that dog. Great big German Shepherd. And so he said, I must have, because I went in the side door of the church and I must not close the door good. Because he said, you know, afterwards he discovered the doors open. He said, "I was up there in the oh, had had most beautiful prayer room that you've ever seen. Just marvelous." And his church was the prayingest church I was ever in. So he said, "I'm in that prayer room. You know, I'd been kneeling, praying, walking, praying. Uh, see, there's an altar all the way around the edge of the room. You know, we'd kneel there." And he said, "Fine, just sit down on the floor." Because you know he'd been over there for an hour, you know, and I'm a sitting there on the floor, you know, with my eyes shut, praying God, uh, rebuking the devil. Actually, I'm, I'm just rebuking the devil, you know, and commanding him to take his hand off of my people. And about that time, I felt this hot breath in my mouth. <laughs> I felt that hot breath right in my face. Boy, he said it. I said, chill bump just popped out all over. I thought, my God, the devil's right here, boy. And he said, I was afraid to open my eyes. I mean, felt like the hair on my neck just stood straight up, you know. And he said, I rebuked the devil again. And I felt that hot breath right in my face. And I'm afraid to open my eyes. I know the devil just right there. So I rebuked the devil again. And I felt this hot breath. I find open my eyes and saw old Jeff. He said, man, I I mean and there was so glad to see a dog alive. I just I just put my arms around him and hugged him. <laughs> Well, I just wonder what you would have done. <laughs> Probably the same thing. <laughs> Scared you. He said, oh, boy, I thought for a while the devil had just come right in that room. And there he was a rebuking the devil. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Amen. Sometimes those things get your attention at least, don't they? Get you start to listening.
0: You're listening to Rayma for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, the Effective Prayer Package. This offer features the three-disc CD series Effective Prayer by Ken Hagen and the Prayer Secrets Slimline Book by Kenneth E. Hagen. Both items are being offered for the price of $19.95. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Get the Effective Prayer Package today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99.
1: And also, Rama Bible Training College is enrolling. Go to yes. rbtc.org to apply online.
0: Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan Answered Prayer, an Obtainable Goal. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.